Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. My name is Craig Henson. I am your host, and I'm joined today by lead pastor Eddie Cox. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And executive pastor Brian Cox. Hey, guys. How are y'all today? We thank all of you for joining us. So we're already having a fun, having fun here in the studio because uh, we're loving this series that we're in called "Love Dates and Heartbreaks." Oh yes. And uh, Eddie, you know, had a nice long vacation this this summer. I did. And I did. so uh, when it was time for you to teach on Sunday, you were ready. I to was. Roll. I was ready to go on Sunday. I was ready. I couldn't wait to get to this. I didn't really have to study that hard for this because it was something we just you just done it so many times you know what what you're supposed to be doing when it comes to you know love and all the things you hope but I, we've seen it all we've lived through it we've seen it we've heard it and you know and i guess you be like this next weekend about learning from your mistakes but this this weekend was you know how do we get through those feelings and things that we were dealing with and so that's kind of where we went now yeah. i didn't know you were I didn't know y'all were married 33 years, what you 33 said? years, yes. Wow. I had to That's ask awesome, her. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I thought about that when you said I had to ask her to make sure, and I, I was like, how long have I been married? That's a man thing. Yeah. We don't keep up with dates. They know dates. Pretty sure mine's 28. You better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll find out later. I hope you find out. That's yeah. good. And what are you, Craig? We hit 37. 37. Oh, wow. During this the... series, yeah. Man. Craig is 74 got, years old. Though. He got married so young. <laughs> well, we did. And to your, one of your points, Eddie, was, hey, what's the right age to get married? Uh, yeah. Amy and I were 21, about to turn 22. Um, I was completely lost, had no idea what I was doing. And you actually mentioned uh, about raising. If you marry this guy at this age, you're going to raise him. And Amy did. She raised me. She raised three boys, uh, <laughs> me and Richard and Paul. That's, you know, So uh, that that was really true. And Yeah. It's amazing. At some point, the guys actually have their own thoughts, it, but it's later. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think their perfect age was 20, <laughs> 28 for girls and thirty two yeah. for guys, because yeah. we just we're just not there when it comes to. Yeah, I was twenty eight when I got married. I was too. How about that? And what I remember, you everything you said Sunday was 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 so me because you like Brenda was planning the um, wedding and everything. I'll never forget. She, she'll remind me of this. But uh, I think it was the day before the wedding. I asked her, I said, do we have a cake? She's, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, yes, we got it. <laughs> Just show up. I can <laughs> see her saying that. Um, That's yeah. how yes, clueless Brian. I was. I'm just like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> you know what? I, I've done so many weddings. Okay, so yeah. I know that the guys know nothing about no. what's going on, and you can see it in their face. Yeah, he look, they'll tell me, say, just just tell me what to do. Yeah, tell and me what to yeah. say. Tell, where know, to stand? When I point to you, you move. And I actually had to move them around on the stage. They, they still hadn't figured out what was going on. So. Yeah, I've yeah too. it's good that they don't care because they don't matter. Uh, there's two people that matter: the bride and the mother of the bride, the yeah. the, M- the MOTB as we like to call her. Uh, I mean, they're the only two that matter when it comes to that ceremony. Yeah, I, I'm amazed at the detail. I mean, the the stress over just getting in the room. It's amazing, you know. So yeah. That, but the real test is: Are you going to stay married? 
I mean, you know, this 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 is beautiful and wonderful, and everything's great. And it's amazing how everybody loves each other, and how wonderful it is on that day. Five years later, you're trying to kill each other. So it's amazing or how it maybe moves. Maybe six months later, may not be. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. give them give them hope, Brian. Yeah, five okay. years, you know. Yeah. You know that's what Rick Warren always says. He says opposites opposites attract, and then they attack. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I think the more right. you have in common, the better your chances. It really yeah, is. I think you know. there is something to that for sure. One of the things that Brian started the series with was this idea that, you know, people, we watch people make relationship mistakes, you know, and, and wreck, actually wreck their relationships. And and you kind of alluded to that, Eddie, like we've seen this, like we've seen this our whole lives. In, in our entire ministry lives, we've seen uh, people, couples, you know, make these relationship decisions that are so destructive. It's it's amazing that from the outside we can see this, but when you're in it in a relationship, you can't see it. What's going, you know, what's yeah. happening, yeah. and what and why you're. It's, I don't know who it is. I, I'm I'm mostly the girl I would think that has this, you know, illusion. I guess the word or this thought that this is going to be the most perfect, wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. And there's a lot of expectations that are not going to be met, and they find out quick. Yeah, you talked about that too on Sunday. You you think you're going to change him? A lot of gals think they're going to change this guy, and they're not. Well, Brian, hey Brian, how many times have we seen this? <laughs> Here we go. Go ahead. How many times? I won't let you do. You okay. know what I'm talking about. No, explain. I'm not sure what. I'm, well, what are you saying? Oh, well, the guy. You know, the girl dates the guy. The guy's okay. not in church. Oh, I mean, yeah. You've, you've oh, had, yeah. You know, we had all this happen. Uh, I mean, it, it's very common that. When you're not on mission together, like you talked about, the guy has one thing in mind, she has another. And the minute they get married or get in a relationship, they pretty much disappear. That's what from, we've from seen. From the church yeah. or from the family sometimes. It, it can happen quickly. I yeah. mean, I've seen the Savior. We've both seen the Savior marriage. Yeah. Right. It's, I don't, it's mostly what I have seen is from the girl side. Not the guy side. I yeah. think it's because of, uh, I guess it's the age or whatever. They're probably a little more mature than the guy. Right. Usually they are. Usually, yeah. You know, I've told <laughs> if you're a teenager and you think about getting married, you're it's called suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Marriage suicide because it's, it's probably not going to work. You know, I never really thought about getting married until mom told me, you might want to get married. <laughs> I think it was her way of saying, I need you to get out. Get out the house. Because <laughs> I went yeah. to school, and then I come back and stayed at home, and she was like, okay, go do this. <laughs> and But she was right, you know. I mean, we talked about finding the right one. I think Brenda was my one. I do, but that didn't, like the myth says, everything will be, you find the right one, everything's right. But that was not true. And, I, and you, you talked about it Sunday, how you were doing – like three, I was three, on. I was on the same teams with you. Three basketball leagues. And yeah. I was doing everything you were doing. And then Brenda's like, "When are you coming home?" That happened you know? to you too. I'm so glad. Yeah, no, same thing. She's like, yeah. "I'm like, what do you mean when I'm I'm come home when I get done?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh no, that's not going to work." Yeah. So you need to decide. And you know, we we actually changed though. We actually got better. You have to. You know? Relationships are going to be work. I think. Yeah. I think we want the idea of the happy ever after to be easy. I think that's what gets in their yeah. head. And you see it on TV. You know, it's all going to be wonderful. Everything's mm-hmm. great. But it's a lot of work. It's got a, it, There's a lot of selfless work. 
Yeah, I wanted to say to her, I said, you know what you got yourself into when you married me? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you deal with that. She's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of times before you get married, you think you're working on the relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. you think you're working at it. But you have no idea what kind of work it's going to take after you get married. You have one argument, and you say, "Man, that was great." Yeah, we we, we just we just grew together. Yeah, because we had one argument, and now we're back. You know, yeah, we, we went through our first conflict. Oh, that's so wonderful! <laughs> now let's, let's pray together. Let's pray. Get hold hands. You know, I, we only when you're dating, you only see the best. Yeah, you're going yeah. to a movie. You're going to a dinner. You know, it, you're, you're just seeing the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you took us to Jeremiah seventeen nine, which this is probably going to sound really strange, but it's one of my f- favorite passages in the Scripture. Uh, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and is extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and know its secret motives? And I, the reason I love it is because it's, it, it resonates with me personally. But I, I think that... that Jesus followers need to really like get in touch with this verse and like like be honest with yourself. As as guys, like the dating experience is just it's completely self serving, pretty much. Well, I, I think the you know looking at the verse itself, I, the, the women hate me when I say this. I said if y'all could just quit feeling, and everything would be different. Because I think a lot of times we are all led by our feelings, how this feels. Even Christians do it in services. How does it feel today? How do you, you know, we were all led by our feelings and it messes us up, you know, on yeah. all sides it messes up. And then people get married off feelings, yeah. whether it be physical or whether it be that, that love. The love feeling is the most wonderful feeling. It is the most wonderful feeling, but it doesn't last. You said we confuse it with another word. Uh, lust, yeah, love and lust. And I know you know that nobody really wanted me to say that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, later on, for the more spiritual people, you yes. changed it to desire, desire instead of lust. It was yeah. desire. But what is really crazy about that heart verse is that we can actually uh, fall in love with anything, objects, have feelings toward the object, lust and desire the object, whether it be a car or whether it be a new, uh, or, you know, whatever it is you like. It's really strange that those two, you, you, by the words, I can love a person and love a car because of those same things. Mm-hmm. And it really changes. And why is it that way? Because it's the heart's very deceitful. And it says it's basically really sick. <laughs> that sounds really yeah, sick, does it not? Yeah. That I can be in love with a car and a girl at the same time. No, and it's true. And as guys, we love our cars. And for somebody who used to sell cars, like when I was being trained, the guy training me, he said, you got to make them fall in love with this car. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. That's, right that's the whole goal is to make yeah. them fall in love with that car. I can't live without it. I've got to have it. And what's the, I mean, and they go out looking, right? Most of them just go yeah. out looking, but they end up buying, don't they? Yeah. Somehow they yeah, fall in like love. like 80%. So you know? 80%. <laughs> first time on the light, I'm just out here looking. I'm just looking. But so love's the same way it's, when it comes uh, to a person. We're out yeah. there looking, trying to find the best one. And when we fall in love, we think it's it. The first time you see them, and see, yeah. it's this, that's what that verse is telling you. See, this is sick. We are yeah. really sick, and it, and we are, and basically, we're going to die anyway. But this ver, the, the way that we feel about these things is really sick. You can look at a girl and look at a car and fall in love at the same time. That's how these feelings go, and that's not the a relationship. That's just a feeling. Yeah. So, so what do you do about that? I mean, 
I kind of know in time you kind of figure out, you know, that feelings are not really true sometimes, and you have to work at it as you as you stay married. You work at that, and you understand the truth. But how do like if I'm a, I'm starting to date, and I fall for this guy? How do how, what do I do? How do you overcome? I guess because I think a lot of people that are listening to this series. They hear it and they hear what you're saying, but I'm not sure they're they're quite understanding how I can do that practically. How can I date that way? Well, you gotta. Well, you're gonna fall in love. And everybody's gonna fall in love in lust in the beginning. There's no okay, way out so of it. So you're going That's gonna happen. That's it. Just okay. it's normal. All right. So you have to work through it. Mm-hmm. You got to season the whole thing. That's what. That's what you said. Yeah, seasoning is the deal. You're gonna have to stay with this relationship. For at least a year to figure out. So it's a season, not a seasoning. It's a, right. a season. Right. A, ti- it's a, a time. season of time yeah. that you have to stay with it in order to get past mm-hmm. those early feelings and make sure this is really what's now, more happening. I'm going to ask you a question. How long did you and Lynn date before you got married? Wow. Uh, I think it was a year and a half. Wow. That's pretty quick, Eddie. I think yeah. it was a year and a half or two years. I can't remember. I see. I need my wife. I need her. Yeah. Tell me well, why. I know how long I dated. I do. Go ahead, and say it, Brian. It was seven years. Wow. And mostly because we were in school, I would say. Yeah. And I really thought, you know, after seven years, that we really knew one another. Okay, we had seven <laughs> years. You know, this this is going to be great because we hardly ever fight. This is wonderful. I'm not going to say too much more. Or get in trouble. That's but, good. Prayer good. <laughs> but I, I'll say I'll say the first year of marriage. I found out really quick. Uh oh. <laughs> surprise! Yeah. Surprise! And I was the problem mainly. You know, I didn't realize who I was. You talked about that. I think I didn't know who I was, and who I was becoming at all. I just thought that was the way it, you just get married. It's what you're supposed to do, right? It is the way it works. Get a house, get a car. Yeah, that's just you know, and never even prepared for it. We talked about that. Never prepared for being married. I just that's what you do. And it's taught you know? very early on. And I don't think I think now is not is being taught like that as as much because you know it's always the girls are planning for their wedding day when they're a little girl. Yeah, you know that kind the of fairy thing. tale. You know the whole thing. But I think it's. I'm glad it slowed down. And people mm-hmm. are waiting later to get married because you have a better chance of making it, you know. And, and so, what was the best age? Uh, twenty-eight for so girls. Twenty-eight for girls. Thirty-two, 32 for guys. Okay. Because we're still. There's a lot of people sh- listening right now that are like, "No way." I know. I'm not going to wait till I'm twenty-eight. Yeah. I, I mean, and you pointed this out, Eddie. Literally, in truth. The man's frontal lobe. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. It's not developed until he's twenty-five. It is the truth. It's the truth. We we can't. We are not all there. So all the guys listening that are under twenty-eight right now, they're not. I think the all girls there. need to hear. <laughs> they're yes. not all there. Yeah, <laughs> the girls need to know that you're dating somebody. The frontal lobe is not developed yet. You understand yeah. what you're getting into. <laughs> I mean, Amy and I are twenty-one. Yeah, and and I'm thinking I'm like you guys. I'm playing basketball, softball, and and she's there keeping score at the softball game, and I think we're just going to keep rolling. And she yeah. thinks when we get married, he's going to change. It's just going to like flip somehow. I mean that work in the yard, take out the trash, yeah, I'm, watch a movie, 
Yeah, I think it's really interesting that, I yeah. mean, like the girl will go deer hunting and sit in a tree with you, right? That yeah. was a great illustration. But they won't do it after you get married because no. that's not who they are. And I think, you know, <laughs> figuring out – and I think here's the, here's the thing that taught me, like, what are the hobbies? What do you like to do together? That kind of thing. But if the marriage is self-serving, you won't make it. That's it. If you are self-serving as a couple, you won't make it. There's not enough trips. There's not enough cruises. There's not enough. There's not enough cars. There's not enough flowers. There's there's not enough, and there's not, not enough, enough kids. kids. Yeah, and you know that was one of the mistakes people say. I'll, I mean, I'm gonna, if we have a child, we'll make us more in love because they're missing that that piece, mm-hmm. and the child isn't really the piece. You know, it's just amazing how that happens. Yeah, yep. I mean, if if you're having trouble, um, that that child is only going to magnify or amplify your problems. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make yeah. them better. They're, it's just gonna, you know, magnify what's already going on in the relationship. Yeah, I think keeping um, making sure you don't have separate lives in the. In the this is the thing with the mission. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. We I talked about icing. I talked about a cake. Icing is the physical stuff that you feel and you do, and the cake is the mission of who you are as a as as a couple. Mm-hmm. And it's not about what you do with each other. It's what you do for others, and there's the mission. And that's how you stay together. I, I really got that Sunday about the mission. I mean, that's what me and Brenda, that's what keeps yes. us together yep. is that mission. We're on mission together. You know, it's not my life and her life. We're on mission together. But it, it took a long time, and we're not always get it right. But And you talk about uh, what you said, selfless. Yes, uh, that's another thing I think I'm learning through this series too is that Jesus talked about the new commandment was to love like I have loved where you lay down your life for your friends you give your life like I gave my life for you for your spouse for your girlfriend boyfriend whatever and learning to love like that really makes the marriage I think learning to think about yeah. Brenda's needs before mine now, guys, I know you're thinking a total different thing when I yeah. say needs. Oh, absolutely. For you sure. got to you got to stop thinking that way. You got to understand, you know, little things like if you know I clean up the countertop when I come home when it's dirty, not when, not because she's mad or asking me to. I just do it, or I take the trash yeah, exactly out without right. her asking me, you know, or or take the take Lily to school in the morning. You know, just those little things that that help her feel appreciated and loved. You know, I, I don't know. That's for me. That's what works in our lives. Well, yeah. What you know, know. My, not not to get. No, it's just yeah. to give because I love her and I want to love like that. I think that you that's know? how I I think like that too. I think you know, I want to make Lynn's life easier. How can I help her make her life easier? Mm-hmm. Not not even trying to keep – we're not keeping score. I took the right. trash. You didn't. I think that happens in a marriage too. Mm-hmm. But I think once we learn selfless, it, it really goes from you know the marriage inside selfless, then it goes outside with the mission. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't – mean you, you and I started Marathon 25 years ago. And when we went out to eat, it was all about the mission. Yeah. When Lynn and I would go home, Same. it was all about the mission. Yeah. How can we help? Well, we can, but it, but the other stuff that comes with that, the icing and all the other stuff, the feelings mm-hmm. of love and the physical relationship, all of that was was huge. I mean, it was like a it was like a different world because of the mission. 
And I don't think people understand what that can do for you. I think we get into this separate life. You know, it's your life. I don't think people see yeah. themselves as a team getting right. married. You know, They only see themselves as a team in the physical sense. Right. They don't see it in any other way, probably. Well, become, becoming know? one was that – that's that power. The power mm-hmm. base is the home in order to launch the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's what people miss the most with that whole deal. It's about – why did he establish a home so you can have a base, so we can raise children, so we can move the kingdom? That's what, yeah. you know. Go ahead, Craig. Well, that rocks some people's world, that whole idea of marriage being about a mission. And you, you said it this way when it comes to dating. You said, when you date, begin with the end in mind, and then you'll find your beginning. And none of us do mm. that. <laughs> I mean, no, we didn't. Because you, know. you said uh, every date is a potential mate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you think that way, you're a little more selective, probably. <laughs> yeah, and who you're gonna date? This, this is why you don't date like children. Yeah, this is a we're having a mature adult yeah. thought here when we say begin with the end. What what do we want to accomplish, and what do we want to do with our marriage? Not just to be married, and have kids, and, and go to work every day. What do we really want to do as a couple to to change this world, which will change yours? It's just it's just what it is. Yeah. You know, the three of us are kind of unique that way in that our spouses have been with us the whole way through this journey in ministry, this mission that God put us on. And um man, I've I've known some some people where either he or she wasn't on board with that mission. Mm-hmm. And and I'll just talk specifically about people in vocational ministry. That is the train wreck of all train wrecks. It, it's like the saddest thing you'll ever see, and and unfortunately, it happens all the time. Usually, uh, yeah, we've we've done we've seen it happen many times with uh, churches and pastors, and the wife didn't didn't want it. She she thought she wanted it, mm-hmm. and she got in it. And it's real hard, and then they have to make a decision: What are you going to be a divorce? Or are you going to quit the church? And usually, we'll quit the church. That's yeah. just what happened. You got to get on. You have to be on the same page. I, uh, I if I could just share. A personal story real quick um, Amy and I for us God was just looking out for us in this mission deal we started dating when we were 16 and you know we probably broke up I don't know four or five times over that five years or whatever <laughs> you know finally decided hey we're gonna get married um, I'm studying you know to be a sports journalist I like I want to be a play-by-play that? guy and everything you know you sound like that you do yeah, that, that's I mean great. that's so um, everybody told me I have a voice for radio, yeah, you know, yeah. and a, a face for radio. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm on this fast track, and then Amy and I, we go to my brother's the youth pastor at our church. We go to campus counselors, and uh, a friend of mine's preaching that week, and he preaches, and and I mean, God makes it undeniable. He wants me in ministry, and I'm like, we're getting married in two weeks. Amy thinks we're going this way, and now God's telling me to go this way, and I'm like, I got to go talk to her. So we get under a tree out there in the mountains, and I and I say, Amy, I, I know like we have this plan. We're getting married in two weeks, uh, but I think God wants me in ministry. And she said, Well, why, what do you what have you been waiting for? I've known that for for months now. Isn't that a wow. beautiful so, thing? Like God had already put the mission in her, and she was just you know She's waiting, waiting for on me you to, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and my point is that God had a plan for us and we didn't even know what we were doing but well it sounds like us a little i mean i think everybody you know when i mean how how do we know that we were gonna in our 20s we're gonna Mm -hmm. start a church and do all this yeah no way you know it's just a matter we just kept doing what we were were doing 
where the be the ministry was our mission. That's our that was us. Yeah, I think we're blessed that we have wives that understood the mission, even though it's been tough. I mean, there's been some tough times, but I always go back to mama. My mom said, "Mama, mama, mama said, you know, she's the one. She she helped me confirm that." You know, yeah, I think yeah. that that's important for me. It's not probably in everybody's situation, but you know that that's a big deal for us. I don't think we could do marathon. We couldn't. We would it's never possibility even try. Yeah. to do what we've done without our wives. Yeah, that's the, yeah, for know, sure. That's the first question you ask in church mm-hmm. planning when you get the couple in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, are you with this? You have to ask the wife. Yeah, are yeah. you on board with this? Yeah. You know, if they're, if they're not. They need, you know, it can't go forward. Yeah, we're going a different way. Yeah, it, we were blessed that we had the wives that mm-hmm. want, gifted. Oh my gosh, they want yeah. you know did all this stuff, yeah. incredible yeah. stuff. You know, now again, it's on mission. Whatever it is in your life, yeah. is that team, is that mission together. You know, I think you got you talked about. I don't know if I'm getting ahead here. No, you're good. But uh, unmasking the relationship. The relationship. Giving it time to understand that maybe y'all are thinking in similar ways. Uh, the Christian thing, if you're dating, that's important. Yes. If you date Christians, I believe. Right. Um, you don't you – know, a lot of people might disagree with that, but we've never seen it really work. I mean, there's occasions where God does intervene and you see relationships happen. I'm not saying he can't do that. But I think if you're becoming that person God wants you to be, you'll have a little more clarity, I guess, in who you date. Yeah, I, and I know? think the children thing is that we pretend all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at some point in the relationship, this this guy to say, "This is me. This is what I look like mm-hmm. without makeup or whatever." Oh, yeah, you know, this is who I am. This is what I really believe in life. Somebody's got to have that conversation. You don't trust the Facebook story, what you said. Yeah, yeah that was a great illustration. Yeah, I mean, we you cannot. I mean, even with families, and you would think everybody has the most wonderful family and everything, and we're not. You know, you know, yeah. this is this isn't real. It isn't real. I think it's what we want it to be. I think what what's tough about the unmasking thing sometimes is is we don't like who that is. We don't like who we are. Mm-hmm. And we we think if we take the mask off, they're not going to like who That's we exactly, are either. Yes, they think you're going you're going to run like if that. you see me. I yeah. get that. I mean, oh, you I put on your really best. Yeah, you know you're going to take them out on this great date. You want to be this amazing person that you know just they just can't get over. I don't want you. Yeah, don't, I, you don't want to. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I know that's the way guys think. They want to be the the knight in shining armor. Yeah, they want to, you know. I guess it was good that Amy, you know, would like come and watch me play ball because she could see what a real oh, yeah. jerk I could be. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could be. You well, know? we're all competitive in this room. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, um, Eddie, you're so good at leaving us in your messages at leaving us with uh, an an image, an example, and you mentioned it earlier. We, you left us with this cake thing, and and people are talking about this like crazy. I mean, like that's all anybody's talking about is icing and cake, and and you mentioned how the how the cake is is the mission, and uh, the icing, you know, is is the love, the feelings, the you know, 
the love, the lust, whatever. It's all and, layered in. I mean, yeah. talk talk about that because this really stuck with people, and and it really hit home with them. They're getting it. They they're understanding this. Well, I think the, the idea with the icing is it's the feelings and the physical, and you can't live off icing. Mm-hmm. It will go away eventually. You'll get tired of icing. But the idea was that you have the mission as a as a marriage in the mission. You have something that's called the cake. This is what we live for. And then the other things, the feelings, all that is worked into that cake. And that is layered in. And it is the best cake when it is done that way. Mm-hmm. You can't have all cake and can't have all yeah. icing. You put those two together, oh, man. And so we've been in First Corinthians 13, and we're – you know, Paul, the Apostle Paul really tells us, hey, this is what love looks like. But then he gets to the end. He goes, when I was a child, I, I thought like a child. I talked like a child, acted like a child. And I don't know how many times I've ever seen a kid just eat the icing and leave the cake. That would be me. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm raising my hand. You can't see it. My Unless grand- I put ice cream with it. I have to put the ice cream in it in order to eat the cake. Yeah. <laughs> and stir it up. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. My, my grandson, Gray, had a birthday party on Saturday, and yeah. all the kids ate the icing and left the cake, man. Yeah. It is the way it works. You know, that's who we are. I think what what I was Sunday was an eye opening from where I was standing when I said, "What's your cake?" I looked at the people that married and I said, "What's your cake?" And they they had like, "I don't have any." Yeah, I haven't thought about it. And how how long do you think this is going to go on if you don't create some kind of mission? Whatever, I don't care if it's helping animals. Right. Do something other than doing it for yourself. At some point, that's that's what I mean. You got to have cake. Dollars do it. It, it hit home, literally and figuratively, man. It really did. Uh, yeah, and I think it comes – one of the ingredients, yes. I guess, would be that – again, I go back to that love. Love like Jesus. That's yeah. I mean, that if you don't know your mission, well, start there. Start with loving your, your spouse or whoever. I know we're talking about people who probably aren't married, but love like Jesus loves. Learn to be, become that person – that loves like that that i know apply some of these things that you're not selfish or self-seeking you know or self-centered or easily angered you know all those things that's tough yeah, but, that's a yeah. tough list but it you is. know until you because some may not know their mission you know right now they might not have a clue but you know you can spot someone that loves like that you know, that's my wife. She loves like that. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's that's what I really didn't know it at the time. And she's beautiful and all that. That's what I was attracted to. Do. But really what I love about her is her selfless love for others. And that mission I see in her inspires me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think that's what I look for if I was dating. I'd look for somebody with these traits. I, you know, I'd try. I'd make the mission right now, your your wife or your husband, mm-hmm. and your kid. I'd make I'd make home the mission. Yeah, that's I'd good. start yeah. there. Yeah, because if you don't know what you're doing, if you can't serve at home, you can't. Help. I mean, how are you going to do it outside? It's really it's interesting if you don't know what you're doing. But I think somebody's got to figure that out for the for it to work. Yeah, and I think if you're dating, I think it's great advice from both you guys. If you're dating, make the mission learning to love like Jesus yeah. loves. That that's your mission right now. If if you could somehow uh, learn to do that, the rest mm-hmm. will take care of itself. It will. <laughs> just read First Corinthians here. Just yeah. read it every day. Yeah, thirteen eleven, I believe. Just uh, just start reading those traits and start yeah. applying them in some way. 
and you know I used to write that scripture on the wall or these traits on the wall or my card to remind me (laughs) to live that way because if you don't have that in your heart it's real easy to forget it yeah yeah i mean it's real easy to get angry when things don't go your way or you know but see like i know that everybody uh, i saw this you know people are baking cakes now yeah (laughs) yeah i saw they're baking cakes well they may not bake a cake next weekend because you forget Mm -hmm. yeah you know, so if you don't have a way, this is why we can do the same thing every week because people forget by Wednesday, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, after Sunday. So we have to, like you said, there's got to be a way that says this is what I do, mm-hmm. and remind yourself until it becomes a habit. You just do it. Yeah, it's like when you walk in and clean the dishes. Yeah, it's just a thing you do. Well, pick one and live it that week. That's pretty good. Pick, a, yeah. pick yeah. another the next week and live yeah. it that week. I mean, that's because we, we, you know, unless you put that in front of you and, and make it part of your life, once it becomes part of your life. It's amazing what it can do for your relationships. I mean, I've seen that work in my life, and I'm not all of these things. I mean, really. <laughs> I'm scared to Especially look at Especially on the it. golf course. I mean, we, yeah. me and you had to deal with this the other day on the golf course. We, Remember this? You certainly did, Brian. We had, we had a guy that, uh, I'll, I'll be nice here, He, me and Eddie like to play music on the golf course. Yeah. Okay, Eddie has this great little thing that it's on his golf cart and it plays some incredible classic rock and it's loud and sometimes some really cool it's van halen stuff. Van Halen, yes and definitely cool and we're up to the tee box and we're about to hit and we hear a guy there's a green right beside us and the guy looks at eddie and, and i'm not going to say exactly what he said because this is a podcast but he pretty much said cut that off yeah that's what he yeah Something to that effect. Something to that effect. Yeah. And so and I thought he was joking at first. Oh, that's right. You were there too. Yeah, I, I thought he I was remember. joking. I was a little bit. I knew he wasn't. I could tell in the tone. <laughs> and Eddie, Eddie, I just love it because he he was being nice and sarcastic at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Are you having a bad day?" <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh! And I'm awesome. not going to repeat. The guy responded. No, yes, he did. And it was awesome, but I think me and you are we easily angered? I just had to start laughing to keep yeah. from wanting well, to go over there and hit him with the golf club. We just yeah. we just bowed up for a moment. We did. We? we were like, yeah. you know, we could really you could see our shoulders going up in the air. We're like, bring it on! And I was staring at him like you know, like yeah. I was going to do something. <laughs> no. It wasn't going to end well for those three guys. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being honest. It, it was. If y'all could see Craig, we we had the advantage. I think, I think, I think they were a little older than we yeah, were. Yeah, that's true too. We we would have had mercy on them. May, well, maybe. Well, the other two were backing out of the way. And, yeah, Eddie, didn't you see this guy again? I saw him. Yeah, oh yeah, we him. saw him again. Yeah, later we on. did. I yeah. asked Eddie, "Did you ask him? Are you having a better day today?" I didn't. I didn't, I didn't ask him. Brian wanted to talk I to did, him. I did. <laughs> Oh, man. Good thing we were looking at this scripture. Yeah, the scripture helped us. It stayed with us, yes. (laughs) So, Eddie, you're going to hit us with uh, part five. Part five. On Sunday. And you're going to – because I think a lot of people think, man, I've made mistakes. Where do I go from here? And you're going to help us with that. I am. We're going to call it Groundhog Day. Have you ever seen that on TV? Yeah, yeah. Love, love it. That. Old movie. The love old movie, that movie. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Brown is reliving the same day. Yeah. They're doing the same mistakes. We're going to try to figure out how to learn from what we did, and we won't make the same. That's what we're working on. Awesome. We look forward to it. It's going to be good. Hey, if you're in the upstate, you can join us uh, at 930 and 11. 
Uh, but you can also catch us online at marathonchurch.org. Thank you for joining us today. As you can tell, we're having a blast. Uh, jump in on the series. You can catch up on the old episodes. And thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. 